If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Firefighters are working to extinguish a vegetation fire that was noticed shortly after 9 p.m. last night near Monterio. The fire is situated in a steep, densely wooded area north of Monterio and west of Sebastopol. So it looks like crews were able to gain access to the area shortly after 11 p.m. They said they were willing to pull an all-nighter for this. Uh, the fire is already mostly out. It's not spreading. This is according to officials. Its size is estimated at roughly one to two acres and is burning in the tops of the trees. Uh, but there's like a little video up online. I found a link on Argus and it looks like they've got a handle on it. Thank you so much to our firefighters. You guys are always on top of it. We appreciate you. Aaron Rodgers. Is the NFL's most valuable player for the fourth time in his career? Aaron took home the league's MVP award. The presentation was a part of last night's NFL honor ceremony in Inglewood, California. So nobody from the 49ers or the Raiders took home any awards last night. But Super Bowl 56 is this Sunday. It's the Rams versus the Bengals, 3.30 p.m. on NBC. All right. Weird. And, and we're rooting for different teams this year. Weird that Aaron got the uh, MVP. A lot of controversy yeah. on that. And I read the news last night. And it seems like uh, Twitter completely blew up from it. So, uh, you know, take it as you will. Some thoughts on that. But Mara Morris, good news from her. She's been teasing new songs on social media. And she's had us like eager to hear more on the edge of our seats, kind of. But now her song background music is front and center. And I got to say, it's another masterpiece. We got Now she said she wrote this song, Background Music, about the beauty of the temporary, which is inevitably in all things. Her next album, Humble Quest, drops March 25th, and we can't wait! Amber and Tanner in the morning. Do you know anyone that has changed their name? Amber's fiance Cole tagged us in this video on Instagram. My name is Tanner, so I feel like I got set up for failure from the jump. It sounds like a little boy's name, like hat on backwards. <laughs> yeah. Chewing bubble gum. Sure. Some scrapes on their knee. How old are you now? I'm 27. 27 is a little bit too old to be named Tanner. I agree. <laughs> 27 is a little too old to be named Tanner. Now, the name Tanner is becoming a lot more popular, and I have to agree. I feel a little bit too old to be named Tanner. I mean, I don't hate my name, but I've never really loved it either. And when I was a kid, I asked my mom, can I please change my name when I was like eight years old? Because nobody else had it. She was like, no, you'll learn to love it. You'll learn to embrace it. Yeah, because it's new unique. Like at the time, not a lot of kids had that name. Yeah. Well, maybe you knew someone. I don't know. I didn't know anyone. I had one kid named Tanner Eli, and I was like, I'm Tanner. You're not Tanner. <laughs> Get out of here. And uh, so it begs the question, uh, Amber, do you know anybody that has changed their name or wants to change their name? My brother... He's his. Okay, let me explain. Everyone in my family is named William, and then they go by their middle name. And that's the case for my brother. His mm -hmm. name is William Brandon, and he's always gone by Brandon. But for some reason, he got a wild hair this past year, and he's like, I want to go by Will. It's my actual first name, so wow. start calling me Will. And I'm like, okay, Brandon. You're like, all right. I'm not doing it. I'll try my best, but it I'll probably forget. It ain't and, happening. And the thing is, too, why I'm even contemplating changing my name, because I really am, is because I have a cousin back home 
We're five months apart. I'm older, by the way. And we have the same first, middle, and last name. Like literally an identical name. <laughs> Why don't you just swap your middle name and your first and your first name? Like you could be Edward Tanner Chambers you and know, you just go by Tanner. I just don't you want my first name to be Edward. <laughs> I really don't. It's a good, strong name. What is it going to be? Amber and Edward in the morning? No, you still go by Tanner. You think so? You just do what my brother's doing, but the opposite. That's a great idea. <laughs> if anybody has any rec- name recommendations... Give us a call, 707-636-1467. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. The ants go marching one by one. Hoorah, hoorah. I have a bit of an ant infestation in my bathroom. Oh, man. So the other day, I like deep cleaned my bathroom because I was reading, and I know this is going to sound disgusting, but ants are attracted to like chemical odors that are maybe coming from your bathroom. So like scents coming from your drain, even things like fermented hair, which I didn't know that was a thing. Me neither. Um, so I deep cleaned that helped for like a couple of weeks. But then yesterday they were back. They were all over my floor and it's just in my bathroom just in the bathroom and I'm just like where is the source what is happening why can't I get rid of them you know ants pop up I feel like at the worst times in your life when you don't want to deal with them (laughs) uh you know when I moved to Sonoma County my first if you remember Amber my first apartment was completely infested with ants they were coming out of my sink every direction something that helped me is a tarot ant bait station Again, Taro Ant Bait Station. And you don't want to get the liquid ant baits because of Remy. He could get into them and they're toxic to dogs and pets. Oh, okay. Well, I will look into that. I think I just need to call maintenance and see what's going on. But I don't want them to get in there and be like, your bathroom's dirty. (laughs) You have a disgusting bathroom. (laughs) Like, I clean, I swear. Yeah. Uh, Oh, we're actually getting uh, some really great messages right now. It looks like Facebook.com slash Froggy929. Like... One from Donna from Clear Lake, she suggested white vinegar, and she said white cupboards, countertops, and walls with the water solution of white vinegar. Jared from Katani said, call an exterminator. They're the professionals, and they'll use the right chemicals to get rid of the ants. They're so expensive, though. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Vanessa from Ronert Park said, soak essential oil on a cotton ball and put it directly into the ant's path. Use peppermint and tea tree oil. You know, Vanessa sounds like one of these people that thinks like essential oils cures everything. Right. (laughs) It's like, I'm hungry. Here's an oil for that. (laughs) (laughs) Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up. And the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. The Super Bowl going down this Sunday, 3.30 p.m. on NBC. Bengals versus the Rams. It's going to be a great game. And Sam Hunt is especially excited because he loves watching the halftime show. You know, I love that they've incorporated music and entertainment with the sport itself and the entertainment value that comes from that. And it encompasses just... Uh, a strong representation of American culture, and I, um, I'm a huge music fan, obviously, and I'm a huge sports fan, so those, those are two of my favorite worlds combined there. It's pretty awesome, and you know, I love the halftime show, but I think of this every single year. I think there needs to be a country star taking over the halftime show. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, we were talking off air, and you were telling me that, like, mostly they reserve the country singers for the national anthem. 
And I yeah. never realized that. Yeah, I mean, Luke Bryan's done it. Eric Church did it last year. Mickey Guyton's going to do it this year. And I think that's a great way to represent America. But we need we need some country star power in the halftime show. For sure, for sure. And so, Amber, if you were going to select one country star to do the halftime show for the Super Bowl, who'd you pick? I'm surprised this hasn't happened yet, but it definitely needs to happen. I'm going to go with Blake Shelton. This is God's country. If he performed this at the Super Bowl halftime show, people would go nuts. Absolutely. And I've never seen him live. I'm super excited to see him at Country Summer this year, but the halftime show needs to happen. It does. It does. Everyone knows him, too. He's not like, you know, just a country star. He's known on TV and everything. But what about you, Tanner? You're probably, you're not going to be surprised. Nobody's going to be surprised. I'm going (laughs) with Garth Brooks. even wearing my Garth Brooks t-shirt today because that's how much I'm thinking about this halftime show. Nobody throws a better show than Garth Brooks. Anybody. Best really? concert I have ever seen and I think Aww. everybody would love Garth, even people that don't love country music. It'd be fun. Absolutely. Yeah, it would be a fun show. So we're getting a lot of great responses for who we want at the Super Bowl halftime show and this is what you said. Ken from Sonoma says, Keith Urban, for sure he's so good live. Gonna be alive Trisha from Runner Park says, you have to have the king. We need George Strait before anybody else. Oh, my exes live in Texas. Sean from Katati says, Luke Bryan. Country girl, shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me, girl. Shake it for me. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Texas A&M's women's basketball coach, Sydney Carter, has gotten some grief online, specifically Twitter, for her sideline outfit. In the words of Taylor Swift, haters gonna hate. Now, it looks like some repressed folks got a little triggered by this woman's outfit when she was just clearly living her best life. But earlier this week, Sydney Carter posted photos of the outfit she wore during a game against Kentucky. Now, it was in a show of support for breast cancer awareness. Sydney wore like these form-fitting shiny pink pants. They were so cute. I wish I had a pair, but I could never pull them off. She's gorgeous, by the way. And the comments came rolling in. One person tweeted, Is her outfit appropriate as a basketball coach? While another person wrote, why would you dress in that tight of pants to coach a basketball game? Now, I just feel like all of these comments, it has massed like 77,000 some odd like responses and comments on this one post. And I just feel like we're trying to create an issue that doesn't even exist. There isn't an issue. It's not there. And you can use a handful of words to describe her outfit instead like, Fashionable, eccentric, stylish, unique, all of these words would be acceptable, but something that inappropriate is the word to use when describing what a woman's basketball coach should wear to a basketball game. And I just feel like you wouldn't think twice if you saw someone wearing shiny pink pants on the street. In fact, you would probably think they're a very well-dressed and fashionable person. So what's the issue? Now, according to some, those comments on Twitter, Women are not allowed to have any sort of sense of style while coaching a basketball game. 
But thankfully, and I'm hoping people who are criticizing her and her game day outfits are just part of a small minority minority and are largely being rightfully attacked on the internet right now. But uh, I just want to say, Sydney Carter, keep doing your thing. Your pants were cute. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline. Three headlines Amber has to identify which one is real. She has a winning record. Eight and seven is the record for 2022. Amber, the pressure is on. Are you ready? I'm ready, but I've been getting them correct a lot lately, and I just feel like that's suspicious. A little suspicious. (laughs) So we'll see how I do today. Let's see. Here's headline number one. Woman arrested for hitting her boyfriend with a pork chop. Headline number two. Man cuddles with six-foot-long python every night. And headline number three, woman hospitalized for eating raw meat for three months. One headline is real. Amber, do you know which one it is? I want it to be the woman arrested for hitting the man with the pork chop so bad. So I'm going to go with that one. Well, the winning streak. Are you ready? Are you nervous? Oh, Yes. Continues. That oh is gosh. absolutely the headline in a haystack. Oh my gosh. Okay, tell me what happened. So, a woman in Florida got into an argument with her boyfriend on Friday, and she hit him in the face with a frozen pork chop. <laughs> now, it left a decent sized cut under his eye, and oh she was arrested for domestic battery. Oh, well, I hope he's okay. Me too. I'm glad she's arrested for that. Yeah, she should be. <laughs> headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. guess this is a little pre-Amber's adventure, <laughs> but my fiance Cole wants to go to this place called the Grove of the Old Trees this weekend. He's been talking about it forever, and honestly, I just have had not heard of this, so I had to look it up. <laughs> and I just looked it up, and it's a nature preserve here in Sonoma County. Uh, it's located on the ancestral home of the Coast Miwok people and the Southern Pomo people. Hope I got those pronunciations correctly. Apologize if I didn't. Um, but this looks like and feels like one of those like Sonoma County wonders that those like little hidden gems we have here that are very much like off the beaten path. There's so much here to see in Sonoma County. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just curious, Tanner, where have you been that's off the beaten path here in Sonoma County, a hidden gem. It could be a restaurant, a shop, nature, etc. I have this spot in Howarth Park where I like to go and walk. So if you go to Howarth Park in Santa Rosa, and instead of going right where you're supposed to, go left past where everybody is fishing. Go up like this giant rock path that like, I don't know if you're supposed to go on it, Uh, (laughs) but you go in and you get to walk through the woods and there's, uh, you know, trails all along, you know, the big lake there, the big pond there, excuse me, and everything. So that's my favorite like hidden gem because there's never anybody on it when I'm on it. (laughs) It kind of sounds like a place where I would get lost. Because I have no sense of direction. I did get lost my first <laughs> Where time. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting a lot of great responses. Some messages, it looks like, on our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. People saying some really cool must sees here in Sonoma County that are off the beaten path. Dave from Glen Ellen said, Go check out the world class open air sculpture collection at the Donham Estate in Sonoma. Not many people know about it. 
It's really cool. I, I Googled this again because I didn't know about it. <laughs> uh, Angela from Santa Rosa says the Sea Lodge, the sorry, the Sea Ranch Lodge has reopened and it's one of the oldest buildings at the Sea Ranch worth the drive. And Matt from Petaluma said Ernie's Tin Bar on Lakeful Highway in Petaluma. I've driven past that a bunch of times really? and I always want to go. It looks so cool. It looks cool. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Josh lives in Roner Park and he has roommates. And Josh is actually kind of a neat freak and he does a lot around the apartment. But what if Barry Martindale tried to convince him otherwise? Hello. Hi, is this Josh? Uh, yeah, this is he. Josh, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about your home in Rohnert Park. Um, what's the problem? I understand you have two roommates, and your roommates have contacted me to inform me that you aren't doing enough to pull your weight around the home. What? The roommates have said that you never do the dishes or your assigned chores. Um, and just want to let you know, you're working from home, so you really have no excuse, Josh. So you, my roommates, instead of coming to me, called a lawyer to say that I'm not doing enough around the house? Well, you're just not pulling that your is, weight. That's insane. Well, I think you're insane for not helping out and being a, a bummer roommate. You can tell them to, to, to shove it because I do all the chores around here. I'm a neat freak. Like, I can't stand for one thing to be out of place. They don't do anything. And they're calling a lawyer. Instead of manning up and coming to me and asking me, they call a lawyer. Could you just do more around the, the house, Josh? I already do plenty around the house. And believe me, when they get home today, they are, they're not going to need to talk through a lawyer. They may need a lawyer to protect them from me. Is that a threat for violence? No, that's not a threat from violence. I'm just saying that, that, that it's, it's ridiculous for them to call a lawyer to talk to me about chores around the house. Like, what kind of lawsuit would that be anyway? They can't sue me. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Everybody, hold on. We're about to do something crazy here on Amber and Tanner in the Morning. <laughs> we are going to try pickle cotton candy. Ugh. Now, here's the story behind this. Uh, my fiance, Cole, his coworker, Jama, she loves cotton candy, and it was her birthday recently, so everyone got her, like, all these different flavors of cotton candy, and she posted the tower of cotton candy on her Instagram, and I immediately saw this one, pickle cotton candy. Why would anybody want to do that? <laughs> and I was like, please let me try it. And she said, you are now the new owner of pickled cotton candy. Well, that's very sweet. But at the same <laughs> time, pickled cotton candy sounds disgusting. It comes in a very interesting container. Tanner, what do you see here? I see a little whirly guy at the top on the <laughs> label. One of those like cool, you Swirls. might see on a carnival ride. Yeah, yeah. like a Joker situation yeah. here. And then it's just got a big old pickle on the front of it. Now... The cotton candy is like a soft seafoam green. It looks like what I imagine the Grinch's belly button lint to look like. Gross. Okay, so <laughs> when you smell it, what does it smell like? Oh. Because. It smells like pickled sunflower seeds. 
like pickle flavored sunflower seeds. That's what it smells like. Because it has a sweet smell to it, but it's still got that hint of dill. Yeah. So we're going to try it. You know, I'm typically excited about these things, but one, I hate cotton candy, and two, I'm not the biggest pickle fan <laughs> oh, on the planet. my gosh. Please do it first. I had no idea that you didn't like cotton candy I before we agreed to this. So it's a texture thing for me. All right, here we go. Okay, Amber's eating it. She's chewing on it, thinking about it. You're shaking your head. Not a fan? Really weird. Okay. Because <clears throat> it's clearly made with sugar. But then it's dill. Weird. It makes absolutely no sense. It's disgusting. I hate cotton candy, but I'm going for all of it. Oh my gosh. I'm going for the big it's one huge, right here. He's got a huge glob on a fork and he's Here we go. Consuming. Oh, I hate cotton candy so much. You're going to hate this. <laughs> all right, here we go. Oh, I hate it so much. Do you need a trash can? <laughs> I'm literally about to throw up. Nope. Uh, there's not uh, a trash can anywhere to be found. We're in trouble. A trash. I'm just going to say it. So you didn't love it? This is one of the most disgusting <laughs> things I have ever tasted in my life. I'm so surprised. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. I have a bone to pick with one of my best friends in the world, Alden. He's coming to Sonoma County next weekend, and I'm incredibly excited about it. But we're talking on the phone the other day, and he was like, do you guys have a Target in Santa Rosa? I was like, yeah, we have two Targets, Alden. And he was like, good, because I need to exchange my pants. And I was like, did you get a rip in them, a hole in them or something? He goes, no. Like every 90 days, I, you know, return my pants to get a new pair. Dang, you gonna call Alden out like this? I don't care. And I told him on the spot, I said, I'm gonna talk about this on the radio. I hope you know that. And he goes, dude, don't. And so I'm doing it anyways. And uh, so I'm ashamed of my friend because every 90 days, he returns his pants and gets a new pair. He is abusing the system. And I told him, dude, you make more money than I do. Why are you doing this? Maybe someone told them, told him that he could do this and get away with it so it's just like a learned behavior i don't know i don't like it and i told him i don't like it. and i said we're not going to target we're not doing <laughs> we're that we're not doing it and i said i will not be a part of your scheme ain't happening absolutely not <laughs> and uh ashley from santa rosa she called in a little bit earlier ashley you were telling us off the air that you know someone who abuses a return policy can you tell us about her a friend of mine like takes a ton of pictures for like her online profiles and social medias so she'll buy an outfit or, like, a really nice dress or something, and she'll tuck the tags in, she'll do her photo shoot, and then she'll return it because she always says that, you know, social media doesn't want to see the same repeat outfits, so she never keeps anything. She just buys new. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. The ants go marching one by one. Hoorah! 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 The ants go marching A bit of an ant infestation in my bathroom right now. So, like, a couple weeks ago, I deep cleaned. Everything was fine. And then they came back. And they're in my bathroom right now. And it's weird because it's just in my bathroom. It's, like, no area in my house. And I, I've done so many different things and nothing's worked. I can't get rid of them. They keep coming back and just ruining my life. I mean, they won't go away <laughs> for a while. It's hard to get in control of an ant problem because those old buggers, 
Oh, I hate them. It's like an ex-boyfriend. They just pop up at the worst possible times. Absolutely. And you don't want them there, but they're there. (laughs) (laughs) It's tough, but what I would recommend to you, um, I would recommend a tarot ant bait station. It's a little, you know, little container thing that has holes all around it. And don't get the liquid ant bait that just sits around because you don't want your puppy dog getting into it. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. Try that. I'm willing to try anything at this point. Right. Even this thing that Vanessa from Roner Park sent, she said, uh, hey, Amber, soak essential oil on a cotton ball and put it directly into the ant's paths. Use peppermint and tea tree oil. Huh. Interesting. I don't know if I'm on board with that. <laughs> All right. Well, we got Vicky from Santa Rosa on the phone. Vicky, what you think? You know, the one I was talking about, the peppermint and tea tree, is actually correct. Because I was having problems with ants with my cat's dish, food dish. And I'd put some peppermint extra. You can either use essential oils or extract and put it around. Ants don't like peppermint. Yeah, that's true. I did not know that. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, I would definitely give it a shot. You can either put it on the cotton balls, put it wherever they're coming from. But the ants in Sonoma County, I kid you not, because I have an issue with them in my kitchen, Mm. is that they'll be there. And then when you go to take care of them, they're gone. And they just show up from no man's land. They're like little alien ants. Yeah. yeah. Wake up, get up. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. Woo! In the country on, on Froggy 92.9. And it's a great day to be alive. We do great day to be alive every Friday. It's that time of the week where Amber and I, we air out our grievances for the week and get baptized and ready for the weekend. Thanks to our friend, Travis Tritt. And it's a great day. And when Tanner says friend, he he truly means that. We actually play cards with Travis Tread on the weekends. Yeah, I mean, he's so. great at blackjack. <laughs> it would really surprise you. Just kidding. <laughs> Amber, you want to kick us off? Yeah, so something weird happened to me this morning. Tanner, you witnessed this. The back of my pants were wet, but in a really weird spot, like ooh, the bend of my knee. And I have no idea what happened, and it won't dry. And it's a great day. Amber, sweaty knees, Henderson. Just the one? Yeah, just, just the, one the one. Knee? Okay. <laughs> just one sweat, Henderson. Uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day is Monday. Do I have a plan? No. Am I stressed? Absolutely. But you know what? It's okay because. And it's a great day to be alive. Um, as you might have heard, I have an ant infestation in my bathroom and I can't get rid of them. And it's a great day to be my back is killing me once again this week. So I counted yesterday. I had five knots in my back. And it's a great day to be alive. So I had to get my car fixed like twice in the past two weeks. And I was driving it on the way to work this morning and it was shaking. It's so weird. I'm just about to throw the whole car in the trash can. And it's a great day to be alive. Hearing that makes me actually angry because you have been doing everything to get your car back on track. And once you get one thing fixed, another thing breaks. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Well, speaking of going on, I've been exhausted all week. I fell asleep twice in the shower this week, and it sounds like I desperately need a nap this weekend. And it's a great day to be Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9.